What's up, guys? Welcome to the sesh. What's Rob. up, everyone? How have you all been? Say hello. Hi. What's going on? Where are you coming from? Well, first and foremost, I'd like to say there should be an A on this cup. My bad. <laughs> but second. No hey, but tell them what you're drinking. Like, we hooked you up with what? Yeah. Green I, tea. I think this is a green tea matcha, right? Or matcha green tea? Yeah. Matcha green tea. It's right it's here out of a Keurig, in though, Studio 40. Nobody has to know that, dude. <laughs> Nobody has to know where we got it. Nobody has to know that, man. It's really good. I like it. Well, thank it's, you. It's, thank you. It's, it's soothing for today's conversation. So you just got back from Miss Texas, USA. That's super badass. You're representing the Rio Grande Valley, and I find that super admirable. So I had to ask you to come on the podcast. Wait a minute. Say that again. <laughs> I'm completely lost. What did you... You, you okay, were... You no, no, no. Tell me what you just said. You're in a in or won the pageant. I'm lost. I'm... Oh, okay. Educate okay. us. Come oh, yes. okay. Talk to me. I so didn't I know this. I guess we really haven't talked in a while. That's no, what it yeah, sounds like. like. I don't, I'm, I'm, he obviously does not follow you on social I media. I don't have like Instagram. I don't have Facebook. Well, I have Facebook, but I'm like, I'm super new to all this. So I'm, I'm lost. I didn't know he gets that. You all the information You know what's me. funny though? It's, that's a pretty common thing nowadays. With everything going on, people haven't been as connected in social media. And I think it's important to, to talk about that. Yeah, for sure. I, I would, uh, obviously I'm, I'm like... I'm uninformed here about our guest because of a lack thereof. Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Okay, okay so it. because of everything going on lately, it's been a lot of preparing. Um, I've competed in pageants before, but it's been a little while, like four years. And so... Oh, so this is something that you're familiar with. Like, you've been doing this... Yeah, but you know what? I think that there was a little bit of a... I was nervous about it because mm -hmm. I hadn't been around in the pageant industry for a long time. Sure. Mm -hmm. And... All the women, they're beautiful. They're young, they're they're smart. Everyone, it... it In the eyes of the beholder, they're the best of Texas. Yeah. It, yeah. it can be intimidating, but yeah, can, it's a beautiful experience. Imagine. That's pretty good. That has to be, like, nerve-wracking. Like, what were you going through, like, leading up to that? Like, okay, first of all, how did it happen? How did you get chosen? And then what was the lead-up to how is this all happened? Yeah, because I'm a complete novice. I don't have any knowledge of how these things were yeah. or... Is it just something you sign up for? Yeah, okay, so do you want me to explain how I started with pageants before? No, I think years lead ago, up or right to now? how Why yeah. did I decide yeah. to get back into pageants? Yes. yes, that's the question. Yeah, so it was, I, I'm 26 already. There's a deadline for the Miss Texas USA. There's a bunch of different kinds of uh, companies, let's say. Mm -hmm. And so there's Miss USA, uh, which leads into the Miss Universe, which that one is the one, if you're familiar with Steve Harvey and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. the entire episode oh, where right. he yeah, announced, yeah. announced the wrong the winner. Wrong. Sure. Yeah, so there, that's that's the, the Miss USA. It's the most competitive, in my opinion. That's like the Olympics of... It's like the Super Bowl. Uh-huh. Okay. All and right. local ones. There's, there's local, there's other international pageant systems, but uh, some common ones, I think, here are like Bellesa Latina or Galaxy or Miss America. Which you so have partaked in. No, never. Oh, none of those. Okay. Never. USA so was you, the first. How did you decide to come back? So I was like, well, I'm 26 years old now. There's a deadline. For Miss USA, What's the, the deadline's deadline? 28. 28, yeah. okay. So, but I still find out now. I thought it was 27. So that's kind of why I, I decided kind of to go you, in. Yeah. But when, when I had initially set out a game plan of how was I going to go to Miss Texas this year? What did I need to do from the basics? You know, did I need to start working out more? Did I need to start 
uh, working on my mental health? Did I need to create a focus around the, the political world? Hmm. Okay. Did I have to watch the news? You know, what did my day-to-day -day have to be like in order for me to get to that goal? So you became very strategic with what you were trying to achieve? Yes. Wow, okay. So that was step one for me. But when I found out locally that there was a pageant with Debbie Lou Productions, all of her pageants, for the most part, give you a full ride to the Miss Texas pageant, which means you have a sponsor for your entrance fee, a sponsor for your dress, you have uh, coaches for pageants, for, for diet, for workouts, for interview. There's a lot of things that come with it. So I was like, my okay. mind's going to the whole Miss Congeniality movie with oh the Sarah Bullock. My kids watch it all the time. I've never seen and it. You gotta watch it. There's a part one and part two, they're both great. Yeah. But um, um, you're saying like there's, I'm, I can envision it now because of the movie. Yeah, I mean, she's walking around with like a whole entourage of coaches, um, political her coaches. Team. Yeah, her team. Yeah, like it's these a village. Who, that's what they say. Wow. wow. Okay. So okay, so it comes with the free ride, and it includes all those things, the pageant um, that you partook in here. If yes, in a local pageant, if you're affiliated with the Miss USA system, uh, most of them are through Debbie Lou Productions because she's a registered coach, but. Most of her, if you win it, you get a free ride. Okay. So wow. it's, it's, let's say, $300 to, to entry into one of Debbie's pageants, Muscle Minnows. Mm -hmm. and the, but then you win all these other perks. Right. So it, it's, to me, it it's comes, not, it's they're, not they're like they're a good benefits. investment. Yeah, the upside, the upside outweighs the fee, definitely. Okay. Yeah. So then you just said, yeah, there's a pageant coming up. I'm going to get back into this. And well, I figured that was probably the first step that I needed to look at was, okay, if I want to go to Miss Texas, how do I get a local title? So, gotcha. you yeah. know, that, that, that was... So you have to build your resume to a certain point. Yeah, you have to update your resume. You have to make sure you're keeping up with the news, know how the political party, because sometimes there's very controversial questions. You guys may have seen that. Like if you what, saw the ex Steve Harvey... Explain, explain <laughs> one to us. Like, what would be one that we would get, like, now? Um, so earlier, we were talking about mental health and, t uh -huh. and taking ourselves away from social media because of what's going on. I know locally, uh, we've been frightened because of what happened in Uvalde. Sure. There's the gun shootings. Uh, you have this public opinion that seems to vary between different parties. So you're trying to observe you know, how they feel, and then you're trying to perceive, okay, were these the facts or were these the facts? And so you, you understand what's going on because when you get on that Miss Texas stage, your nerves are going crazy. Yeah. And you have to know and, f and convince the audience that you stand for what you stand for. Interesting. With your nerves. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I'm, I'm the first to say that I am just very poorly educated in terms of politics and things of that nature. It just it wasn't instilled in us, in me, coming up. <clears throat> I don't think, in fact, oh, I'm ashamed to say this, but I don't even, I've never voted one way or another for any party in my entire life. I'm 43 years old. It's just something that wasn't, wasn't explained to us. As a woman who's in these pageants, when questions come up without you know, answering, is, is it safe to navigate safely? Kind of like, well, I'm Switzerland, you know, I'm kind of, or do- You or, walk or, a very fine do, line. Yeah, do you walk that line in between to not offend or, or is it more common purpose? for you women to say, no, this is the party that I'm backing and this is who I am? Like, how does that, or does it even play out? Am I overthinking it? No, I think that's a really good question. Uh, that's a good point that you're making there because 
I liked what you mentioned there at the end about, you know, or, but does it even matter? Yeah, like should it? Like, yeah. yeah, should it? <laughs> you know, and, and I think that's the question you have to ask yourself when you decide to even wake up every day. It's not just about being on a stage. Yeah, okay. And uh, there is this, this concept that the Miss USA system has started implementing. It's called pageantry reimagined. Okay. So in a way, it kind of makes each girl feel, it's, especially when I did all my mock practices with the interview judges, I, it makes you think, okay, what does pageantry reimagine? You know, what, what does that mean? Yeah. And so to your point that does it even matter, you get to decide. Uh, for example, I, I truly believe that the best way to represent something you believe in is just be honest. Sure. Be transparent. Absolutely. You know, so if you if you certainly feel a certain way about a uh, gun policy, you know, or anything of of it could be general, it could be within our legislative system, it could be about uh, your religious beliefs. Yeah. It could it could vary. But for me, I believe that the best way to, to talk about that and to share that with people is just to be yourself. It's the easiest way, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, it's... It Good answer. Uh, yeah. What, what's interesting about that, though, is in a social media world, a lot of people are just trying to go under the radar or walk that fine line. And then after that, you get the people that are like, boom, all right, like, fuck it, let's go. Like, it's, it's a very interesting thing to see on social media. So I would see, like, you're in the public eye it's interesting that you pick like, all right, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about the things I believe in because me as a, as I have many different clients. So I'm very cautious about what I share about what I do in the public eye. Uh, I'm very, I, I try to per- get perceived a certain way and I, I have a hard time breaking through that, that part. So I don't know how you did it is what I'm trying to ask. Like, how did you, how did you get over that? Is just by being honest, like saying this, this is what I stand for. Like, I, I think that, um, it's been a blessing and a curse that I, I, I don't have any real substantial knowledge or wisdom about politics, not even not our past or our current situations. I just know what milk and gas costs and that's yeah, it, you yeah. know, like those are the things that's as simple as I can put it. So I think that I get to get away with saying, well, I don't know enough about it not to comment on it. So it's easy. It's a, it's a, to, to cop out, it's an easy to cop, cop out, yeah. you know, and, and I've kind of cloaked myself around that because Dude, there are things that I believe in that the Republicans are saying is super cool. And then there are things that, that I mean, like I have a gay son, you know? Like, yeah. I mean, so I'm, I'm okay with the gray area, but when you're being judged on a platform and when, you're, when you are somebody who is in the public's eye, I feel that, um, that what you said, Angelina, is the best choice. Just, you gotta be true to yourself, regardless of who you're talking to or who's listening. Yeah. And, and so, yeah, I guess that's the way you have go. to remember so many different personalities. That sounds exhausting. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. Like, but this is just we as humans truth. become efficient at that. My brother, yeah. my brother Rick, he's like, he's 10 years older than me. And he told me, Robert, there's, there's just the truth, man. And, and just whatever your truth is, just, just it, your truth needs to be a reflex. It just can't be, you can't give yourself any time to weigh the options after the truth comes out because then. You might second guess doing what should be a reflex to you already, brother. Absolutely. You know, and, and, and they say you practice dancing so much that, and, or working out, you practice emotion so much that when you're not even thinking about it, it's you're doing nature. it perfect. Second nature, yeah. You know, and that's what, it, what pageantry is, is about. 
Interesting. Wow. When you're on stage, at least in a bikini, you know, yeah, turning yeah. around for Absolutely. the judges. <laughs> I've been in that position once. I've never had an audition. <laughs> um, so talk, I want to talk about fitness. Rob and I have been on a journey of, of health. Yeah, yeah, you guys are showing a really nice tan for Yeah, with nice tans here because yeah, we get, we get thrown in the sun at yeah. 3 o'clock and bake out there for 30 minutes. Yeah, uh, I want to talk about like diet. Obviously, you're fit. You're very well put together. Uh, what does your diet consist of? Dietary and workouts. Yeah. So I'll tell you that it always changes. Okay. It, it, and that's okay. Because for me, it's, I, I like to learn about how things work. And, and I think when it comes to my body, I kind of push myself to a point where I get so frustrated that I just want to change it. I just want to figure out what's the next best way. What's the, the for me, the, the qualifier on how I select what method I'm going to do next for my body it's really about, okay, what's going to help me live the longest and the healthiest? Okay. Oh, you know, okay. I, I have that that's been instilled in me since I was a little girl. I remember my father, he would tell me, Mijita, you have to take care of yourself. Remember, remember you learn how to eat. You know, you, you, because when you get older, it's going to be a hell of a lot harder. Yeah. yeah and and my, my, well, my father has type 2 diabetes and my brother has type 1. That was kind of a reason yeah, why. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I, I see it because me and Rob were like, all right, we got Mike in here, and and Rob had the great idea. It's like, hey, Mike, you should train our forty-year-old yeah, asses said, to like get back into shape. And I didn't think we'd be doing this this long. Neither did I. <laughs> I can honestly say now that um, not having ever done any kind of formal training or anything, I would highly recommend um, having a partner to work out with. I think that it's super beneficial because motivating. We, we, you know, push each other and, and, well, he did it, so I have to be able to do it. And it's kind of, you got that that really, really good, healthy uh, environment, right? So you need that person to be with you. And then... Wait, what kind of, what kind of person would, do you think that would be supportive in that way for you, you know? Because sometimes I think Josh it's, sometimes trainer. we think we're being supportive, right? For each yeah. other or someone else. No, I think, I think Rob and I went into this like open-heartedly like you know what let's just do what we're let's gonna do see what like, this guy's blasting through his strength and i'm like oh. trying to push it up in cardio workouts i crash I but have, there's no ego yeah so there's it's like, none we're yeah, both trying just, to like outdo each other to a certain extent but i know he's gonna outdo me awesome. i just gotta it catch it up it, it makes it fun, fun. you know I and we finish the workouts and and so this journey or the, not even journey man this is just a way of I'm hoping it's now a new way of life I, I, I hope that I maintain um, working out at least three days a week and kind of being a little bit more active yeah and, and aware of what we're putting into our bodies right so that's kind of the things that Josh and I have been doing um, and it's difficult because it's not easy because my dad wasn't telling me cuidase mijito you know this and that like when we were growing up in tacos and mcdonald's and the so <clears throat> to retrain your palate and to retrain your habits it's it's you it change has your whole lifestyle yeah you have to yeah. yeah it has to be a full we were talking about this off camera it's like uh, what i'm scared of is like getting the weight back and more like yeah, so, if we so, stop what so we're doing, like yeah, we have to do this forever now. So that's a, yeah, yeah, it's a lifestyle change. How do you deal with that? Because no, it's, it's just, just like ingrained in you. I, I think I think that I I found uh, working out, or sometimes it won't be working. I did go through a phase where I just did straight stretching, straight yoga, but 
the basic yoga where you're literally just stretching. Mm-hmm. Um, but I needed it. I really I went through a difficult point in my life at that time, so it it really helped me. And I think what I found in working out was that it's almost a meditation for my body. It's yeah. a way for me to heal myself, not only physically but mentally. Uh, and, and and I found that in working out. Yeah, you're, you're so, absolutely right. So I, th- I think Rob and I go to the gym to forget about our problems. At least for an hour. <laughs> at least for an hour. At least for an hour. Well, and it's good, though, because it's healthy to have something where you're not thinking about anything, anything else. else. you got to focus on it. Yeah, yeah. So and then, weights will make you do that. Other than competing and, and chasing this um, this dream of getting to that, that uh, level of uh, pageantry, what else do you find yourself doing or motivated about? Like, let's, let's get away from the obvious of who you are and what you're doing. Um, what's going on behind the curtain? Yeah, there's a lot, I'll tell you that. Um, and it's still under construction. It always Good. will it sh- be. That should always be. Yeah, so, so lately what I've been, before the pageant, uh, I just had transitioned jobs. Uh, I've. One thing about me, just as you've been able to hear, is that I love health. I, I love public health. I love knowing and understanding how the body works. And I love applying it. I love seeing the results. So that's fascinated me since I was a little girl. Uh, whether it be into medicine, or whether it be into physical training, or even just keeping up to date with the, the public policies for, for public health. Mm-hmm. Um, but right now, luckily, uh, so I'm studying for the MCAT. Uh, that, oh, was, nice. that, that was a complete 360 from, from where I would have thought I would be you know, four years ago. Uh, wow. So do you think you're going to be in the medical industry? I mean, that's... I want to. I'm going to make it my mission, even if, even if I'm 40 years old until I get into oh medicine. So what's your five-year plan? You know? <laughs> I know, 40 years. If I'm 40 years old, <laughs> like you and the world is over yeah. yonder. Well, because it's still young, yeah. and that's yeah, why I'm okay with it. I'm still young. Yeah, no, I'm I, sorry I, if y'all have felt offended no, there. No, that, that's true, <laughs> because I, I, I always talk about this to Rob. It's like zero to 40 is like a lifetime. 40 to 80 is like a whole, a other, whole lifetime. other lifetime. A whole other lifetime, yeah. Crazy. You can do anything. Yeah, yeah. And like just imagine what you've done up to this point, the next 40 years, with all the knowledge that you have now, and you take it into that. Yeah, but 40 does sound old, man. Like, yeah, yeah, but you see? You see why one of my uh, things that I like to use Mm-hmm. To pick what I'm going to address for my body nexus, whichever one keeps me living the, the healthiest and the longest. The healthiest yeah. and the longest. Because I, yeah. ha- I have a lot of things I want to get done. Yeah, yeah, sure. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh. That, that train of thought never even popped into my head until we started talking to Mike. Yeah. And, and I see Mike. Mike's this good looking cat, 6'2, he's my height, and he's just fit. And I'm looking at him like, God damn it, bro. You mean I, I can look just like you if I just do this? <laughs> and you can turn me into what? And he was like, well, well yeah, you know, Rob. And I was like, okay. And how long? I, yeah, how long? Right. Give me six months with you guys. What's I'll work you all out. Yeah. Can we do you it know, in three? Is there an algorithm yeah. or like, what do we got to do? And he just started really taking us and, and pounding the hell out of us. And, and now um, I feel accomplished every time I'm done with the workouts and yeah, stuff. It's, it's interesting because you do feel accomplished. Like, you did something hard. I can't, I can't bring myself to start thinking that way about food yet. I'm still a glutton <laughs> for, for the nonsense and the stuff I shouldn't eat. I'm, that's just a flaw I'm working through. But All right, I'm curious about your diet. Yeah? What's your diet look like? Um, it's always changing. I, I, so 
For the past month to prepare for the Miss Texas, it was a little different from what I normally did. Um, it, it, okay, let's say four years ago when I went through this emotional change, my hormones were going crazy, my skin was reacting, I felt like my entire body was just swollen. Now, it could have been just weight gain, I don't know, but I, I felt horrible about myself. Uh, and you could see that, you could see that, you could hear that, and, and I knew something had to change. So initially what I did was I, I did research, I tried to figure out, okay, what can I do? What could be causes of what I'm going through right now? Uh, a lot of it was hormonal imbalance. Some of it was uh, the bacteria in your gut. Uh, sometimes people say, oh, you, you're gonna ruin the microbiome of your gut and the lining on the walls, and, and that will determine what your body gets from the food that you eat. Fixing the nutrients. Yeah, you could be eating all the right things, doing the right things, and sometimes your body is just not getting it. It's just not able to absorb it anymore. Exactly, or it's absorbing the wrong things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so when I figured out, okay, these are possible, how do I fix these two things? How can I fix my skin? How can I fix my, my, my microbiome? I started eating foods that were good for that, not necessarily foods that were good for weight loss, because at that point, Weight loss, it, it wasn't, wasn't as big of an issue yeah. where mm -hmm. I felt that I needed to address was, you know? Yeah. And so that was, that was the fun part. Was interesting. Exploring it. But it changed. It's changed so many times. Yeah, um, no, it's, it's a very interesting thing because I've been tracking my food and, and all the calories that I get. It's interesting looking at like a week's worth of calories and what you ate and how fast it can work. It, it's, it's pretty crazy. Mm -hmm. it's, it's yeah, insane. no. The only thing that changes in my diet is where I get my water burger and what location. <laughs> I don't deprive like myself of hey, water Hey, they have burger, some good grilled chicken. I don't know. I just... I. I I have not evolved yet to where I can, I can fast and I can deny myself calories and I've even done Jenny Craig and all this stuff. But man, I just I like to eat so much. Yeah. Food is good. Man. Well, good stuff. that's what I eat a lot. People tell me they're like, "Whoa, <laughs> she where can do you eat. put it?" Yeah. Well, they yeah. And so what I did was now for the past two years and what's been working for me is. I usually start off with a protein shake in the morning. Find which one works for you. Mm -hmm. um, I Right now I like to do Fair Life. It is lactose free. Um, it has not as many sugars as other shakes and the consistency of the chocolate flavor. It's actually good. It's good. It, it tastes like it has the carrageenan in I think I'm pronouncing that right. I don't know if you would. I don't know. If, you were, if you're not, I okay, would know. Okay, thickening agent uh -huh. there. It, it, it's, I believe it's, it's a live micro organism, oh, okay. but kind of like in yogurt, mm -hmm. bacteria. Okay. Mm -hmm. So it's similar to that, but... It's dairy or non-dairy? Uh, it, it, it's made from milk. Okay. But I'm trying to stay away they, from estrogen. It's I'm lactose. trying to cut my estrogen in half. I hate broccoli. <laughs> I eat it all the damn time. Oh. It sucks. I don't, see, I don't know enough about that to do it. Like, he's trying to cut estrogen because I guess the estrogen... It packs on... Store so, yeah, it fat stores certain fat places. in certain areas that are not flattering to men so i'm trying to blast that away with broccoli and i eat it all the damn time that's why i just got sick of it how funny yeah, it i didn't sucks. know that yeah, i did I, I learned it from him yeah, yeah so random youtube learning i'm, I'm like an all a student in youtube ha university have you seen the guy um running through the field and i believe there's a meme where they say he's got more junk in the trunk than my girlfriend or something like that. And it's real. Like he has a nice butt, you know? Oh, is that the dude that's going viral all the time? Yes. Big ass it, and he's I running? just saw it. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fake ass. 
Oh. I'll, I'll, I'll find it and show it to you. It's hilarious. Wow, the way it moved. Yeah. I saw them making yeah. it in it TikTok. Great. Yeah, it, it's interesting. Wow, man. Well, I don't. Um, I don't think I've ever been as intrigued to pageantry as I am now because I think the women that we see on the television or even at pageants locally, they seem just so far away, so unattainable, so at a, just like this higher Yeah, they're they're elevated. Level. Yeah, elevated. In, in and you come in here and you're just you're just one of us. You're from Rio Grande and, and like you're super chill and cool and, and, and super I'm, humble too. Yeah, man. And I'm blown away because you don't I at least Again, there go assuming and just things you see, beautiful women, you know, and intelligent and well-spoken and and it normally tends to intimidate men and women alike. I do the, have that issue. I'll to the you. point to where, yeah, That's what like, I've been told. yeah, you know, to the point to where, like, you don't even <laughs> want to try to talk to them because for whatever reason, your mind just kind of just like, well, that's just not... I'm yeah, not and, go and you are yeah. very approachable. And yeah, and you'd, yeah, you. I, I was a little nervous when Josh uh, sprung it on me. He said, Angelina's coming. And I was like, well, I don't know what to talk about. Like, what do I say? And But no, you're super... We can talk about everything. Approach. Yeah, <laughs> that, 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 and that's the point. There, right? there is one thing I want to touch on. All right, uh, let's do it. Body dysmorphia, stuff like that. So since we've been working out... Compared to what I was when I started versus now, I, I look at my body a little bit more meticulously. So obviously, I'm not happy with where I'm at yet. How do do you struggle with that, or have you even struggled with that? I mean, you obviously are in amazing shape. Do you still struggle with that? Yeah, definitely. I think that we all have this image of ourselves, and then we have a constant pressure from other people to not necessarily change it, but you think that they're beautiful people. You, you get to meet them and you get to learn about them and you're like, you know what? They make this look so good. Mm-hmm. I wanna and be easy. like them. Yeah. You get inspired and that's the way that I see it. Um, there, there's other ways that you can see it, but that's the way that I see it. And so, yeah, of course there's, there's a constant pressure. I see a beautiful you know, baby and I'm like, I hope my baby looks like that someday. <laughs> I'm gonna be sad if it doesn't, you know? And, and that's okay, but, but you, can t- you can feel that way about yourself. You know, you could feel that way about expectations of, of who your friends look like, you know, who your significant other looks like. But I, I believe that for me, uh, it's okay to acknowledge that you're not entirely confident in yourself because that should, that little tiny bit of uncomfort with yourself is also going to be the same thing that's going to motivate you to be healthy, mm-hmm. you know, to, to start walking outside every day. Uh, just the right amount is yeah. good. But it's be a little bit more active. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's in everything. But I, I def, there's been times where my body dysmorphia was horrible. And, and I mean, I guess we're going to have to talk about what happened four yeah, years ago at some point. <laughs> but, let's talk but about it now. I, was, I think overall I was just in a very mentally pressuring state. And I, I didn't feel good about myself. I had just graduated. I didn't, I didn't know whether I was going to go into PR, communications, or broadcast journalism. Uh, I had lost an opportunity with work that I felt, you know, I definitely deserved, you know? So I think that that had a role to play. And then you talk about, okay, I was in a relationship, you know, and sometimes the pressures of that, whether it be um, inner change or outer change, mm-hmm. you, you deal with that adjustment. So I think at that point in my life, I was just going through so many different things that were creating a, a, a weight in my mind. Uh, and 
I didn't feel happy about where I was at that moment. And so I was like, well. And that reflects on everything. On, oh, on, on yeah, your definitely. diet, on your health, on the amount of sleep you get. On, exactly. Yeah, I tell Josh and, and as many people as I can, as many times as I can, we're, by nature, we're designed to be happy. You know, it's just, it's that simple, you know. Um, and when things disrupt that happiness and we carry it inside and we're dealing with it either mentally, just internally, um, it becomes very evident. It becomes, we wear it on our flesh and our skin and our eyes and the bags and, you know, all these things. And yeah, I can see how while you were suffering through these trials and, and you know, these things that you were going through, yeah, I can see how that would be the peak time when one would deal with body you yeah, know dysmorphia absolutely. or whatever i must look at myself through <laughs> rose colored glasses or something because <laughs> i've never had, it's been to the point to where i'll get a picture like a home picture of my family and me and i'll literally go up to my wife and kids like you sons of bitches nobody told me i was this fat like, i don't see myself like this like what the fuck you guys <laughs> yeah, all it takes is, hey, Dad, you put on a couple of pounds, you might want to deal with, you know, skip a meal. Oh subtly, subtly. Nobody, nobody ever told me, I was like, this is me? This is what I look like to you guys? I look in the mirror and I think, wow, damn, you're doing all right, Rob. I had no idea it was this big. Yeah, dude, I had no idea it was this big. Yeah. Now that we started working out and I'm losing weight and I feel good about myself and getting in and out of my car without, like, moaning like an old man. <laughs> I see it now and I feel the energy is just different. You carry yourself in a more positive way. And I think that all, all that goes back to we're meant to be healthy. We're meant to be happy. And, and yeah, I think everybody this, should experience it just to find out what it feels like. And I think once they get to that point, they're like, all right, this is a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you I have agree. to get to that point. And we were talking about how long it takes to see like real results. It takes fucking forever. That's why so many people fall off. It's like, forget this. I'm, it's like, I'm, I'm disillusioned every day about it, but, but he keeps on, well, what, you're going to quit? Chingano. I was like, dude, this is the only place we're going to Yeah, this is the only place like, we're going to do it. This is the only place where we're going to... You know what I think is one of the biggest issues with diets? Yeah. Is that people feel that they're meant to eat something that they don't like. Mm-hmm. And I think... Broccoli. You, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if if you have a diet that has broccoli for every meal, just, you're not gonna last. Yeah. I'm, I'd love to believe in you, but yeah, I switched you know. over to kale and spinach. So You'll probably it's, be it's real bloated all the time. Too. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably yeah. really uncomfortable. Yeah, I pay for the broccoli more than he does. <laughs> well, you know, and, and so I think for me, it I went through so many changes. I I for I had to figure out what foods work with my body. You know, am I eating too many carbs? But how do I, what's a carb? How do I even mm-hmm. get into that? Right. Yeah. Well, so all these different things in my life, my nutrition, my, my interest, my wellness, there's been at some point in my life where I've done something in depth to learn more about that. Mm-hmm. And so I would get say that- Get obsessed with the idea. And, yes, yeah. that's how you learn. You that's immerse you yourself learn. in it, you know, and, and you learn about what you're trying to accomplish. And, yeah. and I guess that's where I fall short. I just. It makes the process a lot more enjoyable. Yeah, because you can like yeah. a Big Mac and not care what's in it. Yeah. You have to look it up. That's true. You know, so I, did, I go the lazy route, but you guys are inspiring <laughs> me, man. I, what do you like about Big Macs? I are don't they, like I've a never Big Mac. had one. I just, I just use that. Um, if I'm a McDonald's person, uh-huh. I'm the two little cheeseburger guys, like with the small fries. Mine's Whataburger. I, I enjoy Whataburger. 
as as much heat as it gets, I think I enjoy Whataburger. What heat is Whataburger getting? They they always talk shit about Whataburger. Who's talking shit about Whataburger? Everybody. Oh, oh you know who? I, I'll tell you later. Okay. <laughs> what oh, about man. yours? What's I was, your I favorite? I was gonna say I haven't heard. I was like, tell me. Neither have I, man. I feel like, offended. The like, whole Whataburger. Don't you know, like Texas doesn't own it anymore. Oh really? Some place in Chicago. It's not exclusive to. Oh. No, no. The ownership changed. Yeah, the ownership changed. Either way, my thing is, is that. Do they have the same recipes? Same same, I, think I think it's so. the same thing. I mean, because then maybe we, what's yeah. your we poison? might have what's the one? What's the one food that you're like, no, I'm going to have this regardless of my diet, regardless of what's coming up? Like, do you have it? Or or do you have that kind of zen control that's like, nothing beats me, I'm going to stick to it? Dark chocolate? Dark chocolate. Dark chocolate, but that stuff's good for you. Well, see, that's I mean, the thing about me is that right I try quantities. not to eat. <laughs> right quantities. I, I try not to fall in love with things that I know aren't good for me. Yeah, in got a way. you. Why well, get attached? I got you. know, you. yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I also find, okay, well, what about this food is supposed to be good for me? Mm-hmm. You know, and do I like that? You know what I've been loving lately? Even when one of my cheat meals was oatmeal, overnight oats. Okay. But I put cheat meal. Oh, that's a cheat I put meal? honey. I put oh. Hun- oh, honey. <laughs> yeah. I love honey. Honey's yeah. delicious. So it's been the, the weirdest thing that you've eaten. Um. Hmm. You know, like ever or like ever. diet-wise. Ever. I don't know. I, I I'd love weirdest? to mix whatever. Weirdest. I, huh? Weirdest. What's weirdest. the weirdest one? All right. Think about it. What about you? What's the weirdest one you've ever had? Oh man, I don't think I have ever eaten anything weird. I mean, if you think about it, tripe in menudo is weird. Yeah, yeah. Like that's the lining of a. That's <laughs> delicious. This, yeah. Culturally, it's acceptable. Well, so yeah, it's but like, it's weird. Right, like yeah. you go tell somebody and. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Somebody's for sure. What? Um, weird. But out of that comfort zone. I've eaten, I've eaten squirrels. Squirrel. I've had squirrels. Oh. I, was, I was working on an oil rig in, in Louisiana with a couple guys, and he invited me to barbecue. And they were, like, legit had squirrels on rotisseries, and they had, like, squirrel brains. And oh, shit. They, yeah, man. It was, it was phenomenal. It was super good. Well, how did they season it? Um, you know, I, I, the barbecued ones were marinated like they were literally like on a shish kebab head little legs and everything and they were just marinating they were taking them out of this liquid and putting them on the on the grill mm. and they had and like a bunch of dudes had just gone out hunting for squirrels and what was came. the texture like um i'm, I'm assuming it's barbe- very the barbecue very small meat you're making yeah. it sound delicious. No, it was. It was. <laughs> like a squirrel. Like, is this like a brito? It, it was. The, the, the brains and, and everything was like, was like yeah, like the brains of a cabrito, like a, like a pate almost. And you, they just had them on like on baguettes. So you'd get in, get a little scoop and, you know, do your thing. The wait, rotisserie wait, I have squirrel, to ask. Shoot. And I know this might be too, like, Go for it. Well, but were there squirrel testicles? Did they grill them? They're the little crunchy. No, they're not that I know of. But I have had testicles grilled for me uh, growing up. We uh, I grew up on a pig farm, and yeah, so yeah. That's the weirdest thing I've ever eaten. Is I was Rocky gonna, Mountain oysters. I, oh, oysters. No, no, no. no, no. They're, oh. they're those bulls are, balls. Those, yeah. Oh. That's what yeah. they're referred How to. Are they? They're like fried pickles. Were they? But they have a different texture. It's, well, it's, it's, uh, I hear that they're supposed to be really good for you. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. I mean. I'm like, I'll go get a pho and order it with tendon. Okay. You know, and like cartilage and stuff. Like, I'm that That's guy. That's good for you because putting cartilage. Well, I don't know if it's good for me or not, but I like the texture. Like, I'm that dude. So, yeah, the, I think the weirdest thing or the most offensive thing that I think I've ever eaten were the squirrels. Like, I, I didn't feel bad because I was hungry, but... <laughs> 
But it is a little surreal, man, when you pick up a, a rotisserie and, and there's like a like little a squirrel. squirrel on it, and then there's like squirrels I the trees it. hopping around looking like there's oh. my dude. <laughs> did, it, did it have hair on it or did they de skin it? Um, and... No, yeah, they were skinned. They were okay. all properly skinned and, and apparently, you know, cleaned and stuff. And and yeah, we ate them. We, we just ate squirrel. I thought that that was a. I think that's pretty weird to me. I feel like they don't have that much meat on them. Do no. they? No, there was a bunch. It's like when you go dove hunting and all they do is like bring back the little... The little, yeah, oh. the little oh. nugget of... Yeah, yeah. something very similar to that, but... Like crawfish. Yeah, yeah you know, there you go. Suck. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's so much work that goes into it and you get a little... I love crawfish. Well, it takes so forever. Like, I love flavoring of crawfish. Yeah, yeah. I love... I, I love. started getting grossed out with their eyeballs that stick up <laughs> to the side. I don't know. It just became a mental thing for me. There's wow. really very little things that gross me out in terms of uh, food. As long as it doesn't smell bad. Mm-hmm. I'm down. I tell everybody I, that's that's why you know that's why we, our nose is above our mouth so we can smell what goes into it before it goes in. You know, if it doesn't smell yeah. good, don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't so eat yeah, it. I'm I'm that guy. Like you can well, and our body our bodies are biologically programmed to. I mean, pheromones. Your body to, works yeah. off pheromones. Yeah. It's it's if the smell is tasteful to you, then it's probably good for you. For you. And if it smells just completely disgusting, I then mean, don't mess with it. Yeah. Um, yeah, your body does, doesn't agree. You yeah. see, that's kind of exactly what i tell everybody that you can have me a slice of cake and i'll still pick it up and be like yeah okay it smells good i'll eat it but there are ways that you can train i do that with my milk not to no you that you can train yeah that you train your body to start liking it well i must have done that with like vegetables because i enjoy (laughs) spinach and and kale now so i mean i'm mixing it into my drinks but uh it's it's an interesting topic like (laughs) everything that we we've covered i wanted to ask you um where is my notes here? Social media. Everybody on social media, there's, and I notice it because I'm in this world. Like I consume social media. I've been trying to put reels up every single day because there was one time that I got a little notification from Facebook saying if you want to join their program to make reels, you can get compensated. So I, I somehow I got out of it. And then our buddy Mike and your sister started getting cutting checks from uh, Facebook for like 600 Started receiving checks. bucks because they make reels. Yeah, the reels are monetized. Yeah. So had I done that correctly, I would have been monetized by now. But I want to go to the social media part where, where it seems like everybody is so fake on social media, especially like, like Instagram. Um, how, how do people navigate that that are like coming up in social media? Like I know it's going to be like a, and, and it's kind of like a... A less it, difficult it, question is how do you keep it real? Yeah, okay. Well, I mean, no, but I, I like what you're saying because some people... They go out of their way to... Well, yes, but also no. Maybe they don't realize that they're putting that part of themselves out there. Or maybe they don't understand that that's the view that they're portraying to the audience and, and perhaps they're just misunderstood. Um, that's how I like to look at it because sometimes I can be misunderstood and, and sometimes I can misunderstand someone. Uh, but I think when it comes to social media... And, it, and when you talk about, you know, what kind of content do I want to put out there? You know, how do I want the, you should be thinking, how do I want the world to view me? Yeah, to perceive uh, me. Yeah, you should be thinking that, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion. But some people don't. It's like your resume. If you're professional and you're on social media, that's part of your resume. Oh, yeah. I feel. Yeah. And actually, it's funny that you say that because something happened uh, recently where I had to prepare for some of the questions and we had to think about what are we going to tell the judges if they ask? If you were to open up your social media right now, what would we see? Mm-hmm. And why? And that could have been a question. So I had to think about stuff like that. You know, and that's what I love about pageants is it 
makes you create a perspective, you know, and, and figure out what it you It forces you in. into a scenario that, that yeah. is going to reveal in real time. You're a real person. Yeah, true who you. you are. Yeah. I uh, mean, that sounds, the way, you know, when you put it like that, that sounds scary. Yeah, it definitely does you because know. you're being judged <laughs> by everybody. That's that's what happens with I social media. Man, I don't I don't suffer from that because I don't have it. And then you know I don't post stuff on Facebook. I just kind of try to keep myself informed. I guess it's a horrible place to yeah, do even it. Even when I teach him, he's like, "All right, Rob, go for it." And I'm like, and I was like uh, "Did you do it?" No, no. He's been trying to get me to do TikToks and 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 reels and stuff. And I see him and I enjoy watching them. And I can I get the upside of the monetization of it, but. I don't know. I just said there's just something about me. Well, that it just, just aligns with me. my goal because my goal is to extract as much money from the internet as I possibly can. So that's just one little way I that I can just do that. So I think acting stupid and having fun and it's lighthearted and, it's, yeah. and we do and we try. But I honestly have a love hate relationship with social media because I feel that as a dad with 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 children and 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 just seeing the shit that's going down and, and I feel like it's a huge component in in our youth's mental instability nowadays, man, and and, and how they perceive themselves and and what's merited as as a topic worthy and so I hate it in the sense that it's it's creating this zombie like generation where nothing else matters but what's on that screen and, and how many likes and how many clicks and stuff like that so well the alternative is going outside and playing but even that's not safe now it's it's a very strange especially in world. 100 degree weather yes absolutely <laughs> it's a very strange place it's a very strange world we live in right now it's it's uh it's hard to navigate and i think a lot of it happened after covid like yeah. everybody was just kind of in a slump and it's like all right, we're trying to rebound. We're trying to rebound, but like shit. Now the economy sucks, and it's like, okay, we're getting older. We we know what's going on in the world, so we're a little bit more connected, yeah. a little bit more aware of what's going on. I think if we look at, you know, I mean, let's think about it. Why did social social media get so big in the first place? You know, how if this is so bad for for us or for our kids or for the new generations to come. You know, what about it made it popular in the first place, you know, and why? And I think that when you focus on as to how something grew, you understand, you know, how to move forward a little bit in that arena. But I think when social media first came out, uh, I mean, I, I think it was before, it was MySpace way back in the day. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't know what was before MySpace. Um, I don't either. But that was that. shortly, I mean, computers, short -lived, yeah. yeah, computers were, I mean, had just become a huge hot thing, you know, publicly, yeah. what, in the 70s, maybe, late 70s, but I don't even think they had social media back no, then. definitely not. So. No, but what I find interesting is that, yeah, okay, well, it's what happened to social media when it first came out, mm -hmm. all right, that was one thing. Now it's developed into something that completely yeah. different. Like algorithms are training oh, us yeah. to go back on and all right, we're addicted. It's an yeah. addiction. Well, you I find look it at very the consumer. You look at the consumer generally. You know, how is this so big? You know, what happened here? People like it. Yeah. They're having fun with it. Um, A lot of people I've talked to, uh, specifically the, the older crowd, they're like, uh, they like to go to TikTok to just to de-stress. Like they'll watch it for 10 minutes before yeah. they go to bed. That's their escape. Mm -hmm. it's, it's interesting because it's, now it's being consumed by an older demograph as, as entertainment. Yeah. Not where a place where like you can monetize it yeah. or, or something like that, but. I, I wouldn't 
wouldn't say that like social media, and, and I totally understand you know, what you mean by social media can have negative effects, because it can if, if you use it in the wrong way. I've, I've seen you know, kids and, and I've heard stories about, I've, I myself have been bullied on social media, uh, but I've also heard stories that were a lot more, I mean, devastating about social media and the, and the repercussions of it being used in the wrong ways. Um, however, I, I feel that social media, it's an opportunity, it's not necessarily the reason why. Mm -hmm. Uh, and what someone decides to do with that opportunity is completely up to them. Yeah. Um, and, and so I say look at the consumer in the sense that it's, it's a business. You look at the analytics of it, you know, you, you study it. You, it's, it's, and so I think when it came to how social media became about and then how you were going to use that for the public, some people liked it because you got to only show the good parts of your life. Yeah. You know, and not everyone wants to be reminded about the negative. Yeah, no, you're absolutely that's right. right. So that's kind of my love-hate relationship with it because I do see yeah. all the upsides to it and yeah. I do understand the power of it. And and that power is a, is a door that swings both ways. And so I guess that's why I've never really fully embraced it, you know, and, and but I, it, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm going to have to. We're consumed by it one well, way or another. Well, it's changing, Rob. Well, you're going to have to know it's there. Yeah, no, there's no, yeah. there's no. It's only <laughs> beneficial to use it because it's being used. I mean, if, if, like, to be honest, I was never a Facebook girl, mm -hmm. ever. But I got into it probably in the last five years because my family. Yeah. My family and my job. My job required me to be on social media for the city. Mm -hmm. I ran their, their, the city page. Anything that was, whether it had to deal with water lines or it had to deal with a health clinic or you know, giving away free wipes, anything. Whatever it was, you were... Exactly. And, and so I had to learn about how that impacts the, the public and the community and how to use it in a positive sense. Mm -hmm. um, not everyone gets that opportunity and not everyone gets that guidance. Yeah, no, definitely. No, not. you're absolutely right because uh, in, in each social media, so for Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, you're all different people. Like in LinkedIn, you're a little bit more professional, you're a little bit more reserved. So you have these different personas on each one, which I find very interesting, but I think the people that are using that are using it as a marketing tool. Like it, oh, that's yeah. what it's for. Like, yeah. like I rarely ever post about my family because I just don't like to expose my family out to anybody. There's just weird people out there, right? So I keep my stuff very private. So if you see my stuff, it's very oriented to what we're doing specifically to try to generate money. So it's, it's in a strategic way being used for that and to build relationships. I think yeah. it's a perfect opportunity network, to yeah. network. Not to expose your life. Yeah, not yeah. to expose your life. Use it for, you, this is the part that people don't understand is that you can show people exactly what you want to show them and nothing else on social media. Oh, yeah. Like that's, that's business part of it. Mm -hmm. it's, it's very interesting and people think they have to post everything about their life, you don't. Yeah. But when not used in the right way, it can be it's detrimental. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but, but again, everything is that, you know, everything is that. So, so how do we fix that? How, how no, do we get more people to use it in a positive way? I don't know, Angelina. We do I podcasts? Mean, I think the only, the only <laughs> thing to do about that is to preach positivity, man, and just enthusiasm, enthusiasm for one another and, and yeah, just the world's positive missing vibe. That. Yeah, you know, I think if everybody got on that page, they'd be using it for that. You know, but there's people out there that just want to watch the world burn, you know, and yeah, want to yeah. watch the... Or, or they could be misunderstood. Or they could. But it's, you know, it, it, it could change. It's also. a double-edged sword. You just got to get to know each other. 
Well, we're doing our part to give good content to social media and try to give everybody good, fun, informative things to listen to. So maybe that'll... Yeah, so we're, we're putting a little bit of positivity back yeah, into the world. We're depositing yeah. it into the world. I bank. think we're doing our job. I think uh, if you wake up every day and you're doing something for you know, the greater good, you know, it'll help you keep then moving forward. Right I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. I just have one last question before we wrap things up. Are you still, are you, are, are you Miss Texas? Are you running? Is it the pageant ongoing? Like, what is the status there? So, oh, so I didn't far. win. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but you know what? It's it's not about winning for the okay. pageant. And and of course, yes, you go because you want you want the crown. You yeah, want absolutely. the perks to go to the next level. Um, but at the same time, you can't get upset about it because the judges are all different, mm -hmm. and it's also a different day. Sometimes we are our best selves on that day. And so, to me, the way that I see pageants, it's like a. Um, Self-reflection, the actual showtime, is a self-reflection of all the work that I've accomplished that I set my mind to in the past three months, past five years, whatever, whatever the case. Yeah, whatever the starting date yeah. was. So, so when's your next pageant? I don't know. Um, I'm, I'm wanting to compete again. I Good. do. Uh, but I need to check to see what the age limits are. And because some local pageants, it may be different. I'm not sure. I know that they just changed the age for the Miss USA system about three, three years ago. Uh, so I need to see if if that's the case, I can compete for Miss Texas again, and I it would love seems to. Like such a shame that they that they would do something as trivial as, I mean, capping the age limit. Is there like a, a well, for the next limit? Then it's the misses okay. for the next age group. Got you. So I got yeah. you. Okay. Okay. So you. I mean, you can compete at, at any age. age. At any age, but I think that because of this age group, the 17 to or no, I'm sorry, 18 to 28. It's a very it's a very trivial point in a woman's mm -hmm. life. There's a lot of self development that goes on. Uh, it, it's also a point in your life where a lot of what you do later in life is going to have effects. Sure. I got you. Okay. You know, so so it's it, those are transformation years, and I love the fact that pageants. Um, that's where the girls compete the most is in that age group, and and I love that because we're all still trying to figure ourselves out at this point. Um, yeah, and, even at and, this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, Angelina, I wish you nothing but the best absolutely. and great success in your life. Uh, obviously, you always have a home here at Studio 4240. Anything you need? I think you need a podcast <laughs> out of here. Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, we'll see you on the next one. Bless. Bye. We'll see you.